Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two on a uh, Wednesday morning. Game day here in Omaha, Nebraska. Two games coming up today. We're down to the final four in this event. You've got Oklahoma, Texas A&M at 1 o'clock. It'll be Ole Miss and Arkansas coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. Three SEC teams and Oklahoma still alive. Uh, Texas, Stanford, Auburn, and Notre Dame have been eliminated. We are down to the final four. If you missed it last hour, Dari Noka from ESPN and the SEC Network, proud Sooner alum, joined us live on the show. You can catch that interview on our podcast page. Sooner great Russ Ortiz going to join us live one hour from now here at the Team Hotel, the Hilton Downtown in Omaha. Uh, he has flown into town to catch the game today and uh, hopefully more. And uh, at some point before we get off the air this morning, Sooners head coach Skip Johnson going to join us uh, live as well as his team gets set to uh, try to stamp a ticket into the championship series today. How are you feeling about the game today, Drake? Uh, give me your gut feeling this morning. I know you're not our gut guy, but you're sitting in for our gut guy. So uh, tell us how you're feeling today. Uh I feel pretty good about today's game. I mean, uh, the fact that you have OU's been in this position twice already, just in this tournament, where you have two uh, yeah, but they've lost this game both times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that you've had this opportunity in front of you twice, and even though they didn't win Game One of these situations, they were able to go ahead and win the series yeah. just the same. Yeah. So, um. You have a lot that is working for you with having Sandlin being pretty fresh and being able to go, uh, extremely fresh, being able to go today, and that's your natural number two, your Saturday starter the entire season. I feel like uh, A&M, it took a lot for them to be able to bounce back and have uh, Nathan Detmer yesterday uh, go and spin an absolute gym. Against Boy, that Notre was Dame. clutch for them. Yeah, yeah, it was huge, and that might be – something momentum-wise that works in their favor. But as you heard Dari say, and I take his word for it because I just don't know the roster like he does, but the A&M pitching depth, it's just not there. So I have a lot of faith that the OU lineup that has been 
red hot this entire postseason can continue that. The only concern is you have a couple days off. Does that cool them off? But I think that OU probably wins today, and then you're sitting pretty and you have an opportunity to go win your first title in uh, 28 years. So, Yeah, here, I mean, uh, uh, there's more than one unknown, but the biggest unknown for me is how Oklahoma will handle the lefties. Uh, this will be only the second left-handed starter they have faced in the last, I think it's 17 games, might be 18 games. Since um, since that 18 nothing loss to Wichita State, starting with the next game, which was the Texas Tech series to end the season, uh, they have only faced one left-handed starting pitcher. It's against Florida, right? And that was uh I guess it was the I guess it was a Florida game in there, yeah. Was that I, I think it was a Florida game. I can't yeah, it's, remember it's which the game one that it was. they lost to Florida, I thought. Well, yeah, you're right. It was they it, it, that guy got shelled and then they went yeah, like he right. didn't make it that's out of right. the first. Timmy, yeah, yeah. Timmy Manning gave up like a three spot in the first inning. And then they went, then to, they the went to the Finvold kid who dealt on him. That's the only lefty starter they faced, and they lost. So, um, what it does to Oklahoma's lineup? Um, you know, they've hit lefties better. Like when when A uh, and M went to the pen. On Friday, they, they brought out a lefty, and both of Oklahoma's home runs were off of him. Uh, the Jimmy Crooks three-run shot and the Jackson Nicholas Grand Slam. So left-handed hitters off a left-handed pitcher. So I, I feel okay about it. It's just they haven't seen a lot of it. And and their record on the year is 8-10. and 10. They're two games under five hundred against left-handed starting pitching. So obviously – they have not fared as well against lefties as righties. So I th- think I think what you'll see today is I think they'll still play Jackson Nicholas at second base for a significant chunk of the season. Anytime they, they faced a left-hander, they would play Diego at second. But I think Jackson has shown signs here in the last uh, in this hot stretch that he can hit lefties and righties. So I and he's just such a uh, significant stick in the lineup. He's he's a better defensive answer. So I think you'll still see Jackson. I think you'll still see Spike. I could be wrong. I think you'll still see Spikerman. I think Oklahoma will stick for the most part with the lineup that's been so successful for him, even if that means leaving some lefties in there. Blake Robertson actually hits lefties better than righties this year. The one change I think you'll see is at the DH spot where I would guess they would go with Cade Horton. It'll either be Diego or Cade Horton, a right-handed bat instead of Sebastian Orduño. That would be my guess. But other than that, I, I wouldn't anticipate that they would tinker with the lineup too much because it's just been too good for them. Uh, so we, we'll see in that regard, but... That's kind of the unknown of this game. I mean, it's an unknown as to what you're going to get from um, from Sandlin, I guess. 
because he did get rocked pretty good when he came in in relief on Friday. Um, I think he'll be fine, and they are so fresh in that bullpen that if he isn't his dominant self, you know, they've got uh, an unused Chaz Martinez, an unused Carson Atwood. Uh, I haven't hardly used anybody here in Omaha other than uh, other than Trevin Michael. So I think that um, I think, eh, but this is a really good hitting Texas A and M team. They're going to put up some runs. Can Oklahoma against a lefty? And I think you're going to see Texas A and M stack lefties. I think you're going to see them start Prager. And Polish is probably their best pitcher. He comes out of the bullpen. I think you're going to see Prager and Polish back-to-back, and it's going to be a full day of left-handed pitching against Oklahoma today. And can they make hay against that? I don't think it's overpowering left-hand stuff, although Polish is really good. But Prager is 1-3 uh, on the year with an ERA around 5. He's uh, he's a good pitcher. He's a true freshman. He has certainly not been dominant this year, but he's a lefty. So um, how does Oklahoma fare against a southpaw is kind of the big question of the day. Here's what Jim Schlossnagel had to say after yesterday's win. A&M stayed alive with a victory over Notre Dame. He talked about the importance of the seven-inning start they got from Nathan Detmers and what he plans to do against Oklahoma. Obviously a ton, you know. Um, we got to play three games in three days, I think. Correct. I think that's yeah. the. I think that's the tournament. So uh, anybody you know that saves every possible pitch. You know, Palace ran in the bullpen. I think he threw a couple. Hopefully, he didn't. You know, we didn't use him too much. We're certainly going to. You know, now we're at the point where, you know, Dallas has pitched. He's not obviously going to be able to pitch anytime soon. Detmer's obviously done for a while. So this is that point that every college coach talks about all year long, where now you need something from somebody that you haven't gotten, right? Whether it be a Prager, whether it be a Wyatt Tucker. Um, you know, some other guys down there, Will Johnson, they're going to have to give us extended length um, to have a chance. And we're going to have to score against a great team. So um, all I know is our guys, you know, we've, we've been back in the corner all year long, uh, especially with our pitching situation, and we just keep fighting. So that's, I know it sounds cliche, but that's all, that's all we can do. But Nathan definitely gave us, gave us some breathing room by going seven innings. Uh, Drake, I've got, some, uh, I've got some exciting news. Um. We are going to give away some tickets right now. Right now. To today's game. Oh, wow. That is exciting news. Um, two tickets to today's game. So now, obviously, there is a limited number of people that can use these. You've got to be in the greater Omaha, <laughs> Nebraska area and able to go to today's game. If somebody's up here and they don't have tickets yet, maybe they're tuned in listening today. Uh, here's your chance. I've got two tickets to the game. You can have them for free. All you got to do is call in and, and tell us it's TJ's fault. That's all you got to do. Two tickets to today's OU Texas A&M game here at the College World Series from free for free, courtesy uh, the ref. Just call in and tell us it's TJ's fault, and they're good seats too. Um. 405-329-9000. That is the Riverwind call in line. 405-329-9000. Two tickets, free tickets to today's OU Texas A&M College World Series game. 
to the first person. Maybe you're listening to us in this hotel right now. Maybe you're in Omaha. Maybe you're in Lincoln. Maybe you're you're uh, driving up, but you don't yet have tickets to the game. Give us a shout. We'll hook you up. You just got to tell us it's TJ's fault, and uh, we'll get you in. 405-329-9000. All right, uh, coming up, Russ Ortiz live, Skip Johnson live. It is game day here in Omaha. We'll get to some more of your text messages coming up as well. It is a Wednesday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Woo, the phone lines are alive, T-Row. All it takes is giving away some tickets and people just start flooding the phone lines. Got a few people on hold, but this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by the great people at Saxon Realty Group. Uh, give Terry and Jackie a call. Uh they will flood you with savings when it oh, comes to their eight nine nine one time listing fee that they will give you. They will help save you thousands in the sale of your home because of their one time eight nine nine listing fee. Other realtors they will charge you thousands and you'll just get the same service that you would get with Terry and Jackie, the same great service you would get from any other realtor. They will give you for just that eight nine nine listing fee whenever they sell your home. Give them a call at 405-361-4480 or visit saxonrealtygroup.com. Let's give away some tickets, T-Row. Yeah, I got good news, too. Our generosity has just doubled. We now have four tickets to give away. So we're going to give away two to each of the first two callers here. We've got them on hold already. Let's start with Pat in Sedgwick, Kansas. My man, Pat. Good morning, Pat. How are you today? Good morning. Just driving through a monsoon here in Kansas, heading that oh, way. Oh, boy. Be careful, Pat. Be careful. Hands at we'll 10 and it. 2, Pat. Hands at 10 and 2. Uh, I know Pat hey there, listens work- to us on the KREF app every day up there. This is Briley Ware's dad. and I'm glad you're coming up, man. Yeah, my daughter twisted my arm and said, hey, we're going. So That's we're going. awesome. All right, well, hang on the line. We've. Oh, what, what, you have something you need to tell me first, Pat? No, we're good. Uh, Pat, to get the tickets, you got to tell me something. Do you remember what that is? Oh, it's TJ's fault. It's TJ's fault. That's exactly right. Way to go, Pat. Uh, hang on the line. We're going to get your information and hook you up. you got two free tickets to the College World Series game today, Oklahoma and Texas A&M. And drive safe, bud. Thanks for listening. We'll do it. Sounds great. Right. Thanks. See you later. Bye. My man Pat headed up. Pat went to every single Briley Ware baseball game. Home, road, you name it. Uh, faithful. Faithful. Uh, all right. One more. We got uh, one more pair to give away. Kevin is in Lincoln, Nebraska. Kevin, good morning. Good morning. How we doing, Kev? Pretty good. Planning on skipping work. Ready to go. boy. You, you need tickets? I have some, but I can upgrade. I'm out okay. in the field right now. All right, well, let's make sure we get those tickets to Sooner fans, okay? We will. Okay. Uh, what do you need to tell me, Kev? It's all TJ's fault. It's TJ's fault. God, come on. We got such a smart listening audience, uh, Drake. Uh, Kevin, do you listen to us on the KREF app up here in Lincoln? As, as much as I can, yes. Attaboy. Attaboy. Folks, make sure you download the KREF app like uh, Pat in Sedgwick, Kansas, like Kevin in Lincoln, Nebraska, 
like Toby and the Pentagon all over the world. They are listening to us every day on the KREF app. Kevin, um, I'm, uh, I'm going to put you back on hold here. We're going to get your information. We're going to get you uh, tickets. Now make sure you get your other ones to some Sooner fans. And uh, if you see me at the game today, holler at me, okay? Will do. We'll see you out there. Thanks, Kev. See you later. There you go. Draker, get their information, and uh, we'll get them to the people, that uh, uh, the fine folks, our bosses, actually, that are kind enough to supply these tickets. The Vineyards are uh, hooking up some of our listeners today, and they get to go to the College World Series. That is, that is big time. Very, very cool. Again, coverage starts today at 1230, live from the Schwab, as we get set for a uh, 1 o'clock battle. We do not have an official uh, starting pitcher matchup yet, but we believe it's going to be David Sandlin and Ryan Prager. Uh, That is uh, the supposed, the presumptive pitching matchup today. Sandlin, of course, a right-hander for OU. Prager, a uh, a lefty for Texas A&M. Um, all right, we'll get back to baseball in a second, but the NBA draft is coming up tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, and it is a big night for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have two of the top 12 picks. ESPN this morning is out with a brand-new mock draft of both rounds, first and second round, and I wanted to hit this real fast. They've got Jabari Smith going number one overall, the Auburn stud, Going to Orlando, I really want Jabari to end up in Oklahoma City, but it sounds like Orlando is leaning toward Jabari Smith at number one. According to this ESPN mock draft, they have Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga going to the Thunder at number two. I have been slow to warm to the idea of Chet Holmgren. Uh, I'm worried he's going to be another Sean Bradley, but... I have seen more and more analysis of him, and I'm starting to slowly warm. I'm not there yet, but I'm moving a little bit in the direction that maybe that wouldn't be a bad selection. Um, We shall see. I need more convincing. Paolo Bancaro from Duke going number three to the Rockets. Jaden Ivey, I love Jaden Ivey, the Purdue playmaker, at number four to Sacramento. And they've got Benedict Matherin from Arizona going number five to Detroit. He's climbed the charts a little bit. The Pacers at six taking Keegan Murray. The Blazers at seven taking Shaden uh, Sharp from Kentucky. Pelicans have the eighth pick. Uh, ESPN projecting they're going to take Dyson Daniels out of the G League. Spurs at nine taking Jalen Duran, the Memphis center. Washington Wizards have the 10th pick. Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. The Knicks at 11, taking A.J. Griffin from Duke. And here we go. The Thunder's second pick of the lottery at 12. Uh, They have them taking Usmani Diang from the New Zealand Breakers. Um, It says the Thunder are said to be aggressively pursuing trade conversations for this pick, seeking to package it with future assets or existing OKC players in order to move into the mid-lottery, with players including Jaden Ivey and Shaden Sharp believed to be among the potential prospects they covet. 
adding another pick in this range is also said to be a possibility. If they elect to stand pat, picking one of the draft's most talented wing forwards in Deang could make a lot of sense. So interesting there. It sounds like, according to their sources, the Thunder or Sam Presti is trying to package this pick with either future picks or current players and move up uh, to the four, five, six, seven range, something like that, uh, to go with their number two pick and uh, uh, get a little bit of a higher selection here. Uh, other picks of note in the first round, they have uh, Baylor's Jeremy Sohan going number 13. They have uh, Ochai Abaji from Kansas going number 14. Let's see, anybody else of note here in the first round? Walker Kessler, the big seven-footer from Auburn we saw this year, going number 19 overall. And scrolling through the rest of the first round, uh, I don't see anybody else of note. Well, Christian Brown going 30th to uh, the Denver Nuggets. Jalen Williams of Arkansas in the second round to the Thunder. Let me scroll through the rest of these second-round picks and see if there's any. There's Kendall Brown from Baylor going in the second. That would be disappointing if he left early and was a second-round selection. Mm. Any other Big 12 guys here? Now it looks like that's it. So there you go. There's the latest mock draft from ESPN. They've got uh, Chet Holmgren going number two to the Thunder. And they have uh, the Deang kid from New Zealand going number 12. But Oklahoma City, they say, aggressively trying to package this pick and maybe move up into the single digits with a second single-digit selection in uh, tomorrow night's draft. Oh, it would be fantastic if OU Baseball could win today or tomorrow and we could sit back and enjoy the NBA draft here in Omaha tomorrow night that would be uh that would be tremendous fun all right 7 30 in the morning drake did we get our ticket winners taken care of there we've got them taken care of pass some their information along to the people that need that and uh good both to go. kevin kevin and pat should be uh good for tickets uh to tonight's today's game so all right very good let's take a break and let's hit the text line when we come back drake i think it's probably stacked up on us here 405-651-3439 if you want to hit us up on the air comfort solutions text line live in omaha it's a bit of an overcast morning here so far as we're getting set for the sooners and the aggies one o'clock today we'll be back right after this the t-row in the morning show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment four-wheelers side-by-sides utvs travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. First pitch to Jackson, fly ball, that's hit deep to right. It's back to the track, it's at the wall, it's gone! It's a grand slam! Jackson Nicholas, a granny in Omaha! Oh, mama! And the Sooners lead it 12-3! to I said it before, and I'll say it again. Is you know our thing is we want to we want to prove people wrong and, and make a statement, and uh, you know we were we were able to do that in regionals and supers, and and we want to do that here. And so um, so yeah, I mean to us it's kind of a, an expectation to do well, um, and and we're rolling right now, and we're we're gonna keep riding it. Ryan Cole in that right hand batter's box, and the first pitch is swung on and popped up. 
Foul territory, playable. It'll be Blake Robertson that reaches, makes the catch, and then flips into the Notre Dame dugout, and he hung on to the ball! He hung on to the ball! Unbelievable! You know, it felt awesome just to be able to come out here and compete. Um, my teammates really helped me out tonight. The play by uh, Blake over there was spectacular, and then, you know, the offense really uh, provided for us tonight. Kicks and fires. The Sooners are in the catbird seat in Omaha. Final score on a Sunday night. It's Oklahoma 6 and Notre Dame 2. Welcome back to uh, Omaha. Toby Rowland, Drake Dyken back with you. Drake, uh, who we got on hold here? Uh, Johnny Baseball's there. JB, good morning. Welcome to the show. How are you? Morning, Toby. Morning, Toby. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. Good to talk to you. Feeling good about hey, today? Yeah, man. I feel really good about today. Hey, I uh, I want to tell you a, a story real quick about uh, uh, something that happened back in the 90s. It's like a uh, little bit of Sooner, you know, folklore, Sooner legend. Uh, hopefully Darby's not listening because it involves him. But uh, did you know that back in, I think it was 93, oh, you had a pig that was sat in the dugout and then run out and go get foul balls? <laughs> I had no was, idea. A pig? No, listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah, pigs. Okay, so I think they were playing Wichita State, all right? And Darby's up to bat, and he ropes one down the left field line, all right? And it bounces right inside the line, heads down towards, you know, towards the wall. And, uh, they, you know, they take off to, to get it. But that pig got confused and thought that it was a, a foul ball. And so he, I mean, boom, takes off out of the dugout, runs out there, grabs it, and eats it right there on the spot. Well, Darby's, you know, hauling around the bases, and he, you know, walks into home plate, and everybody's just freaking out trying to figure out what to, you know, what to call this thing. They have no idea what to call it, but you know what they called it? What? They called it Inside the Pork Home Run. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, you, Johnny. A A little game day levity. He had me there for a second. He had me for just a second. I thought, how have I never heard about this before, Drake? Uh, heard about Mex the dog. I've never heard about the pig at the Sooner baseball game. So that's pretty good. It's going to be a good that's day, pretty... Toby. I feel Thank good, you, man. Johnny. See you later. Oh, Draker. Um, hit me with some text, Drake. Who, what, what, give me some uh, thoughts out there. What are the people saying today, Drake? Uh, first off, Darla did uh, call off there, and she just wanted to tell you Boomer Sooner, and uh, she's going to be listening to the game Thank today. Thank you, Darla. Boomer Sooner. Thank you. Uh, Pat, before he called in and won some tickets, I have gotten confirmation that the tickets have been sent to Pat, have been sent to Kevin. So uh, talk about service with a smile. We're That's not messing what around, are with, we? With uh, uh-uh. KREF. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Pat in Sedgwick, though, uh, said, Hey, T-Row, just couldn't stay away on my way to Omaha, Boomer, sooner. And that was before he called in and won tickets. So good for Fantastic. Pat. I love Pat Ware. You know, great guy. Great yeah. dude. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one from Jim in Arlington. He says, Toby, in your opinion, which of the remaining teams has the most boisterous fan base? Uh, if you if you look at the uh, uh, Jello Shot Challenge, it's definitely Arkansas. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Good question. Good question. I would say it's pretty close. 
There are a whole lot of Ole Miss fans up mm-hmm. here too. Um, it's it's probably Arkansas with Ole Miss a close second and A and M a close third. Um. And the Sooner fans have been great. There's just not as many of them. And there's there's a lot. There's there's a very impressive number of OU fans up here. There's just not as many as there are of those three schools. And they're all of them. Man, if you've watched any of the OU games, they've gotten after it, man, with the OU chants and everything. They've been awesome. But, um, yeah, I would say maybe, maybe Arkansas. It's close. There's a four, four very loud fan bases. Everybody up here has been pretty into it except for Stanford. I think Stanford brought like four people. That's it. Uh, but everybody brought a bunch of people except for them, and it's been fun. And you've got, you've got uh, you know, four really proud baseball traditions. However – of these Final Four, Drake, Oklahoma's the only one that's ever won a national championship. It's wild Arkansas's, to think about. Arkansas, as great as they've been, they've never won it. Ole Miss has never played for it before. Mm-hmm. And they've uh, had a great run the last 20 years, yeah, too. So. Never made it to the championship series. And um, Texas A&M. Texas A&M has had a, a fantastic baseball program for a long time. And they have doubled their total number of College World Series wins all time this year. They were 2-12 and 12 all time at the College World Series coming into this season. So now they're 4-13. and 13. Uh, They've never won a natty. So there you go. What else you got, Draker? Uh, James in Texarkana, Arkansas, uh, obviously listening on the KREF app, says, here to say T-Row is the man and Boomer freaking Sooner. Thank you, James. Thank you, Boomer Sooner. Back to you. Thanks for listening. Uh, next up on the text line, Brian checks in, says, Toby saw where Regents uh, gave out some raises to various coaches yesterday. Assume their way on the World Series to finish to determine Skip's next contract. He'd be... Last in SEC baseball's head coach's salaries right now. Uh, your thoughts? Um, I have no idea what any of the other SEC coaches make. I can tell you that. Hmm. Um, I have no idea what Skip makes, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, I did see there was some regent approvals that were taking place. And I would imagine they are uh, – I have no idea how any of that works. I, I, I get very uncomfortable talking about people's salaries. I think that's a weird thing that we make public out there. I understand they're state employees and all that kind of stuff, but I think it's odd for everybody to know what somebody else makes. But Yeah, uh, I would think Skip's probably in line for a raise. Yeah, he's definitely earned it. Uh, Regents also yesterday approved uh, the Love's Field renovations, too, yeah. or the uh, construction. That got me excited. I thought that person was going to say the Regents had approved a raise for me. Well, but it went to skip instead. You so know, that's, you can't uh, win them all. Can't mm-hmm. win them all. Um, also, uh, softball had a big day yesterday. I was, I was hoping that they could get a break at some point. They get the uh, an all Pac-12 shortstop yesterday. How about that pickup? Goodness gracious! They got the Michigan pitcher and the Arizona State shortstop. 
and and the forty-two million dollar uh, stadium announcement. So and well a, and a, and a natty. So you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Something. By the way, I forgot about that. Yeah, the natty. Uh, well deserved. I cannot. I think we're turning dirt on that thing here soon. Was that a part of the announcement when they're going to start putting shovels to ground? Uh, I did not see them actually okay. announce. I, I know that people have speculated it would be this uh, <sighs> fall, though. So, man, that's going to look so cool when Love's Field is done and these renovations to the baseball stadium that have just been announced are done. That little stretch there. Along uh, Imhoff, right? Imhoff, right? Yeah, yeah, is gonna be awesome. Across from the Lloyd Noble Center, <laughs> it's gonna be sweet. Imhoff and Jenkins, right? Yeah. Uh, for softball, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baseball uh, would be Imhoff and Chautauqua. It's not really on the corner of Chautauqua. But yeah, yeah. A little closer to that. Yeah. Um. By the way, those that are in the Omaha area but don't have tickets to the game or looking for somewhere to watch the game. Uh, Parker Thune, Thune, as uh, Teddy Lehman would say, uh, he will be at Paisan's Pizzeria on huh. 156th and Center from 12 to 3, uh, and he'll be watching the OU Texas A&M game today from there. So if you want to join okay. him, go uh, grab some great pizza. It's not, it's not Rocco's where the Jello Shot challenges either, so you know it's going to be a little bit more tame. Uh, and possibly more fun for you. So, uh, Paisan's Pizzeria in Omaha, Nebraska today off of 156th and Center uh, in Omaha. Uh, if you want to watch the game with Parker Thune this afternoon, um, that's the place to do it. You know, I haven't had any pizza since I've been up here. I've been up here a week now, and I haven't had any pizza. So, maybe that's dinner tonight. Maybe I'll swing by Pi- – you- what's the name of it? Paisan's. Yep. Uh, P-I-E-Z-O-N. Maybe I'll swing by Pizons tonight, pick up a pie, after a, hopefully, hopefully after a sooner victory. That, that sounds pretty good. All right, well, we got time for one more, Drake. One more. Nope, nope, that's it. That's Drake it. said that's we'll, it. We'll, we'll get some more after the break, though. All right, playing that. Play. We got uh, Russ Ortiz coming up top of the hour. We're in Omaha. It's game day. Back after this. Stream at home, shop the latest ref gear, read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine, and listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show on this Wednesday. A College World Series Omaha Wednesday. Game day, Drake. That's right. It's an OU in the catbird seat, College World Series Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. They got to get down out of that catbird seat and beat the Aggies again today. That's right. That's right. Uh, this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, it's brought to you by the great people at Saxon Realty Group. Uh, they can keep you in the catbird seat with their one-time eight ninety nine listing fee, which will save you thousands in listing commissions whenever they sell your home. Give Terry and Jackie Saxon a call at Saxon Realty You ever Group. sat in a catbird seat? I can't say I have. Very comfortable. Oh, yeah. Plush. Absolutely. Plush. You're never going to want to get out if you get into it. 405-361-3380 or visit saxonrealtygroup.com. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line T-Row. Oh, I, I do want to hit on it one more time. If you are in Omaha today, uh, Pizon's Pizzeria It's the place to be. Uh, Parker will be doing his uh, the Steel Man and Thune 
at noon show there from noon to three. Um, he'll also be watching the game from there as well. So grab a slice of pizza if you are in Omaha but don't have a ticket to today's game. Um, Parker will be there watching it. You can watch it with him. Uh, word on the street, Parker is buying pizza to any OU fan that shows up at Pizon's really? Pizzeria. That's wow. the, that's what I've heard. I'm very excited also for Travis Davidson that uh, both of his favorite teams have made it to the Final Four. That's right. So. Very uh, uh, did you see the mistaken identity last night for Travis, by the way? Uh-uh. Huh. Did you uh, – he actually sent out a tweet because uh, he thought that this guy looked like him quite a bit. There was a guy that had his chest hair very strategically. Yeah, I saw that guy. Yeah. I saw that guy. Yeah. Uh, Travis even had to tweet out saying, uh, just because this guy looks like me, if he's wearing a bucket hat and he makes it on TV – that is not me. So, uh, for those that didn't see it, there was a guy that strategically shaved his chest hair uh, to where it looked like a bikini top. On correct, uh, <laughs> correct that he had on. So he made it on television a lot. Uh, he got a lot of TV time last night in that uh-huh. Arkansas Ole Miss game. So, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Horton and a slider will roll, serving Aggies a dose of strikeouts at the dinner plate. Um, I don't think you're going to see Cade Horton. Yeah, I don't think you'll see Cade until no. this weekend. So, Correct. Um, just a text uh, from the 918 saying it's TJ's fault. Proof of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dallas Bill says, uh, hey, thanks for the free tickets. Can you hold them uh, at the game until I get there or have them hold the game until I get there? <laughs> no no okay uh-uh. uh morning buddy hey carter my sister and sister-in-law are going to the brent venables lady football camp are you going to be there will they be doing the oklahoma drill will they be doing work with <laughs> Sh- schmitty have Ooh, a good easy yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I, I almost yeah. Easy, yeah, 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 big yeah. fella. Hey, hey, I stopped easy myself. I stopped myself. Uh, I don't know if you did or not. We're gonna have to go to that, the tape no, on that one. I did one. not get to that. You last, almost no, gave almost. us the name of a mushroom. Almost, right there. almost. Uh, uh, I will not be at the Brent Venables uh, football camp. I, I, I was asked to MC that, but we will be on uh, vacation that Saturday. So. No, the the ladies' clinic is what you're talking about there on July 16th. But it sounds like uh, the response has been great, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, many a tickets and I would just on like the to show a, as well. So. I would like to apologize to all the listeners for the I vulgarity not of Drake Dykin. Stop. And hopefully this is not our last day on the air. Hopefully yeah, we'll the FCC see. doesn't we'll shut see. us down. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Toby, you cannot forget about OU Architect and Poland for crying out loud when it comes to people who listen on the app. That's uh, right. Absolutely. From well, across Poland the world. or Bangladesh or Malaysia or wherever he's listening from today. Uh, an NBA question for you here, T. Rowe. You were talking about the NBA draft a couple segments ago. It says, Toby, what uh-huh. do you think of Jeremy Soshan as an NBA prospect, uh, the Baylor Bear? Um, boy, he's so young. You know, I wasn't blown away with him last year, but – he, I mean, you could tell he's got the size and athleticism. He's got a good outside shot. I mean, he looks like an NBA wing is supposed to look. So I would, you know, I, I assume, uh, 
I could see why they are enamored with him. But the actual, you know, uh, visual on watching him play last year, you know, he was he was an 8, 10, 12-point-a-game kind of guy for them. So I'm not blown away by him. But sometimes, sometimes you get these freshmen in college and they go to the NBA and that's all they live for the next two or three years and they explode. So I get why, uh, why he's getting a lot of uh, excitement. And let's see, last one here. Braxton from Edmond. Uh, did we see this picture the first game at all? No. Uh-uh. No, we did not see uh, Prager. Um, he hasn't pitched, I don't believe, at all for Texas A&M yet up here. He is their third starter. He's the guy that has the third most starts for them this year. He started 15 games. True freshman, lefty. Uh, record. He does not go very deep in games. Uh, the the longest he's gone in an SEC game this year was four and a third innings. Uh, the most pitches he's thrown in an outing is in the mid seventies. So he's a guy that, for the most part, they've gotten out there uh, three, four innings or so, and then handed over to the bullpen. What I think they're going to do today is start Prager, and that. If uh, things go well, they want to stack him with Polish. Polish is their their star. He's their best pitcher they've got, starter or reliever, another lefty. So I think if Schlossnagel had his druthers today, he would pitch Prager and Polish, and that's it, and go all lefties against OU. But we'll see. Sometimes, uh, Sometimes plans don't work out. Hey, we'll take a break. When we come back, one of the all time. Great Sooners, Russ Ortiz, going to join us live here in Omaha back after this.